3: is going on everybody it is tanner aka the texas gentleman and uh we present to you yet another episode of a change in attitude oh yes uh this is where we take a look back on uh monday night raws of old from the attitude era and we determine if uh they still hold up or yet if we need to have a change in attitude um (laughs) uh, like i said my my name is tanner And uh, right alongside me here is uh, the always uh, incomparable two co-hosts of mine who are just simply amazing people. Uh, First off, uh, Ori the Draw. Ori, how are you doing today?
2: I am doing quite well, thank you. And yourself?
3: Not too bad. Not too bad at all. Thank you for asking. You are very
1: welcome.
3: Um, <laughs> this is a very this is a very formal start to the show. I don't know why I've set this kind of tempo to it. Uh, <laughs> uh, right alongside us here is, uh, of course, the pod father himself, Mags. Mags, how are you doing today?
4: I am doing very well. How do you do? How do you do? Let me just get my uh, my monocle. See, this we're being so formal. Oh, <laughs> hello. How yes. are you?
2: <laughs> there is a legitimate
4: monocle, guys. I bought yeah, a monocle. He, he does just have a monocle. to pop ourselves, just, not even for you To, to it see. holds it up
2: right in front of his
4: glasses. That's the best God, part. It's got, it's got a God, if I take, if I take, actually, and this is a very much a spoiler for uh, an upcoming episode of Cheer <laughs> So keep this. Under your hats, I mean, by the time it happens, by the time this drops, it would have happened on on a changing um, chair wrestling anyway. But I've got a top hat for uh, that very short that's, that's a oh stove my. top hat. It's not a stove top; it's a, just a standard top hat. Ah. It's not it's not the Lincoln six foot tall <laughs> style one, but it's a top hat and it's white. Mm. Oh Ooh, my! That's
3: a it's an interesting addition there. Mm.
4: It, there is a reason for it. It's not. I'm not just just randomly wearing a hat. We're doing a, a, a Halloween special
0: uh, oh, a where Simon
4: part. and I, Simon and I, will be dressing up. Ooh, and I'll very be I'll be going as a, a plague doctor. <laughs>
2: oh, all right, very nice. It's going to make things recording very interesting. You have to throw the mic like in the mask or something.
3: Mm-hmm. You're going to have to get yourself a headset, you know, with everything.
4: Um, I mean, did, did plague doctors wear headsets? Was oh, that just part put it of the on, attire? On inside,
3: inside the mask, and then it'd be good.
4: It, logistically, it's going to be terrible, but uh, we'll we'll see how it goes.
3: Yeah, Megs, what did you think of the
4: match? <laughs> that is probably not far from how the <laughs> show's going to go down. So. If, definitely go and check it in the in the radio checkers archives.
3: Mm-mm. And speaking of <laughs> we are now uh going to talk about this episode of Monday Night Raw which is uh from October what what are we at October 21st 2000 that is correct uh not 2000 1996 yeah. that's actually not too far away from uh, the actual date that we're recording this thing on yeah.
4: um yeah What's four that? days, four days out. It's almost yeah. like we're in sync with uh with the Attitude Era now.
3: Mm, perhaps so. Um, th- this this episode of Monday Night Raw has been hyped up as the uh, return two returns. Actually, the one of uh, Mister Perfect, uh, who will uh, you know may or may not be taking part in a match against uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley later on in the evening. And uh, the other return being, of course, Brett the Hitman Hart, who is one of the uh, the big stars of this era. Um, I'll ask you both, I guess, of the two debuts that we were aware of, which one were you most looking forward to? I'll start with you, Ori.
2: Probably Brett, because we haven't really seen Brett, other than maybe some video packages, um, since we started A Change in Attitude. Um so probably, probably Brett. We've seen it. I mean, we haven't seen Mr. Perfect wrestle either. Mm. You know, we've just seen him come out and making off with Triple H's women's. But mm.
3: <laughs> I, I don't Maybe know. I guess making out with Triple H's women's. Mm, mm. I mean,
2: listen, what goes on behind other people's doors is none of my business. Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't know. And and I think it has more to do with. um. I've never been a big Mr. Perfect fan. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. I I, I don't, Mags, don't give me that look. I don't dislike Mr. Perfect, but there is such, (laughs) the monocle has dropped already, (laughs) not even 10 minutes in. Um, But I think it it has more to do with the fact that um, there is such um, legendary status given to Bret Hart and as we've talked a million times on this show as someone who did not live through this didn't watch this isn't as I'm I'm more familiar with um the mythos that was created around these people as opposed to seeing them wrestle and seeing their characters and seeing things in context so I think it really has more to do with that than and because we've built Bret Hart to be this ginormous icon that he is, you know, not that Mr. Perfect wasn't great. I'm sure he was Mm -hmm. wonderful. I've heard of some of the many, you know, goofy little ribs and how he was such a character. You know, now the dark side of the ring has come out and things like that. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I still want to see Mr. Perfect in the ring. I'm I'm interested to see him fully as a wrestling character, not just as Mm. someone who's, you know, coming out and pulling shenanigans and whatnot. Mm. But I, I think definitely Owen Hart for the legendary status that he has and whatnot.
3: You mean Bret Hart.
2: What did I say? Did I say Owen?
1: Yeah. There's too many hearts. Yeah.
2: But I mean well, they, that's a, yeah. that's another aspect of it, though, because we've praised <laughs> Owen Hart too many heart. goddamn Stew, hearts. Too many goddamn
1: hearts.
3: Stu got awfully busy uh, with uh, <laughs> whoa, you know, yeah.
2: um, <laughs> but but right I'm, down to
3: business, you know.
2: But I mean that's <laughs> that's another part of it is we've talked up Owen Hart and how wonderful he is, both in the ring, on commentary, on the mic, all this other stuff. So you know, to see the other other half of the hearts actually you know in the ring working against stone cold steve austin or Shawn michaels or whomever we're going to get to see in the future i think that has a lot to do with it as well
3: oh, i'm sure we will get to see both uh bret hart uh take well rather bret hart taking on both Shawn michaels and tri- not triple h but rather the stone cold steve austin as we go through this um <laughs> go through this series uh that is for sure Um, that being said, um, (laughs) Mags, who are you looking most forward to, to, to seeing here make their debut?
4: Well, essentially their re-debut, I suppose, but, um, I think I'm on the, the, a similar kind of mindset as, as Aura, um, at this, at this time, are you, are you signaling to me there?
3: Yeah, I'm signalling to you. I could barely hear you, Mags.
4: Okay, a little sorry. bit closer. No, there is that go. is that better?
2: That's Get great. A little closer.
4: That's, that's great. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm 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 in a similar mindset to to Ori. Um hmm. I think uh Brett Hart is the person who uh I'm more interested uh, in seeing and uh and that's probably more because I know uh kind of uh what happens in the in the upcoming weeks, uh and uh, we we we're building towards Brett versus Stone Cold, which ends up being one of the the, the best feuds that we'll see, certainly in the first couple of years of uh, of uh, uh, this show as we as we go on. Uh, and the the stuff with Perfect, whilst it's been cool seeing him on on screen, and whilst it's been cool having him uh, uh, as part of the the commentary team, I'm not harped about uh, a Mr. Perfect and Triple H storyline as I am uh, a Stone Cold and Bret Hart storyline. Uh, that being said, I'm sure uh, that the, the shenanigans we see in this uh, episode might uh, change that a little bit. But yeah, for for me, it's, it's certainly um, I'm more hyped about a return uh, of, of Bret Hart.
3: Well, and and I think that that would be for most people, right, is, is you know, you hear Bret Hart, and he, again, is this, like, iconic character of, uh, of this time in wrestling, right? Like, especially, like, the early to mid-90s, you know, he's one of the absolute best in the business. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, w- with that being said, Mr. Perfect himself is no slouch. You know, I think that um, commentary especially made you want to know that... Um, uh mr perfect is a big deal in the weeks leading up to this here, and that he was going to be taking on this uh this this upstart uh the 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 man who will later become the game uh triple h uh, hunter hearst helmsley um you know they wanted you to know that uh, mr perfect was here to, to take on this young upstart from this new generation and make an example of him um
4: and and we've certainly mm-hmm. seen over the 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 weeks that we've been doing the, this show mm-hmm. the, the the physical change in Triple H when we when he uh when we first uh, clapped eyes on him in this uh, attitude era, he was uh, very sly, very kind of a, uh, mm. a small guy. He's certainly getting much more muscular now. Uh, certainly, getting that kind of uh, attitude that uh, that will become uh, mm. the the leader of DX and uh, and the authority. That kind of that sm- uh, smarmy Triple H attitude that we we all uh, know and love. Uh, he's certainly getting showing signs of that now with this uh, storyline with uh, with Mister Perfect.
3: Mm. Indeed. Uh, well, uh, our hosts for this Monday Night Raw are Jerry the King Lawler and Vince McMahon. Uh, who? Uh...
4: No Jim Ross to start the show, so he's a no. fucking liar.
3: No, yeah, he, he says he's not there. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. N- not yet, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's interesting to hear Vince's voice again. Um, it's been long time since we've heard vince on commentary so uh this should be be interesting Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh goodness uh uh, king uh thinks that um tonight might be brett's like retirement like he's predicting that we might get a retirement speech from bret hart and uh he says that would be great uh so Um, i think
4: whereas vince is absolutely sweating that, that that doesn't happen uh he's uh, all the way through the show until uh till uh Brett's interview he's uh, very panicky about uh what Brett is going to say.
3: Mm-hmm. And uh in a similar vein here the show actually opens match-wise here uh with uh Psycho Sid taking on Owen Hart. And uh in, in what was a an interesting clash of styles here. We we've praised Owen and his his in-ring expertise, his in-ring IQ. Uh, quite a bit, um, just being an overall brilliant wrestler that he was, uh, but also taking on maybe perhaps the most over guy in
4: WWF at the time, Psycho Sid. Um, <laughs> we, I mean, we say it every week, but he, he literally looks to a member of the crowd and says to him, who's the man? And the mm-hmm. crowd are all chanting, you are the man. They, they worship this guy like a mm-hmm. wrestling god, even if he wasn't the very best in the ring.
3: Mm-hmm. uh psycho sid um you know he, he puts in a really good performance here a, v- a really good big man performance here and, and owen obviously you know gives him as much as possible right mm-hmm. um and yeah th- this is just a, a classic owen hart kind of very selfless match um we do get a an appearance by davy boy smith who comes down to the ring at one point and uh tries to do a little bit of uh, uh, interfering in the match. Um, towards the finish here, we got Psycho Sid mounting a comeback. He did the, the giant choke slam uh, on, uh, on Owen, almost off of one leg because he was, uh, I guess his leg had been worked uh, pretty um, vigorously through the match. <laughs> and um, Sid called for the powerbomb, and uh, British Bulldog uh, leaps into the ring and uh, gives Psycho Sid a clothesline uh, for the disqualification. Um, after this, uh, Shawn Michaels actually runs down the ring to make the save here for Psycho Sid, and uh, yet once again, Psycho Sid and uh, Shawn Michaels having a little bit of a, a conversation. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we take it that it's a friendly conversation here, though. So,
4: I mean, you know. it, it started friendly certainly, uh, but you could mm-hmm. uh, you could certainly tell that that Sid was saying he didn't need Shawn Michaels to come down. He understood that it was two on one and, and thanked him for the save, but. He didn't need his help, and Shawn Michaels took that as a slight of support. But it builds tension to the the match. The friends falling out. Uh, the a very kind of well used, well trodden tr- uh, trope by uh, by wrestling companies. Uh, but the the match was ineffectual for me. It it, it could have been any opponent in there. Um. Uh, it's good that it was Owen because he was able to lead Sid to uh, a, a passable match. I would not say it was uh, amazing, uh, uh, very forgettable, uh, but it, it did what it needed to do in 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 terms of uh, uh, pushing the story forward of, of um, Shawn Michaels and and Sid as we head into uh, as we head into SummerSlam. Yeah
2: i don't know what y'all want me to say about this i mean y- y'all pretty much said anything yes i concur yeah it, i mean it was it was fine i don't know yeah i, I think you're right Max. i think i'm gonna be the the debbie downer for this for this show <laughs> i don't know it was it was fine Don't rescue me at all at any given point, guys. I think Tanner
4: may have muted his mic, and he's there talking away as if we're. I think so. so. I was just making
3: note. You know, we'll uh, we'll see if there's maybe something that turns this around for you. You know,
4: (laughs) I hope so.
2: I do. I legitimately Mm -hmm. hope so.
3: Good deal. We'll 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 keep our fingers crossed here. Let's see. Let's see what's going down after this. Uh, We get uh, we get some some still images. Of uh, the the buried alive match between the Undertaker and Mankind, um, yeah, we talked about that last week.
4: Yes, yeah. <laughs> a great analysis. Uh, we we get a, a shot of the the masked executioner and uh, all the yeah. the heels who uh, helped. Um, and this this all kind of package was uh, was um, voiced over by uh, Jerry Lola, who. Who kind of reveled in the fact that Undertaker was buried alive, and they, and they they kind of build it as a match that uh, uh, was once in a lifetime. Yeah, we get a few more of these down the line, so it's very much John Cena and The Rock kind of uh, selling here. This uh, mm. this will happen again, uh, but it was a cool image of uh, Undertaker's hand coming through the dirt at the end of the show. Um, but yeah, essentially it was just uh, to hype up what happened at the 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 pay per view the night previous.
2: Can I just say some of those stills were absolutely horrible. Like (laughs) the one of the supposedly the executioner hitting Undertaker with the shovel or whatever. It it was just it was bad. It was real. like I felt like I saw more of the crowd like they even had it circled. And I'm going, is that a ghost? Like what? Like (laughs) and and, I mean, it goes back to. production where we were and technology where we were versus mm-hmm. where we've come. And if nothing else, I can appreciate it for that. You know, maybe not appreciate it. I appreciate that they tried and I appreciate how far we've come. Let me put it that way. But mm-hmm. it was just like, some of those stills were, were not great.
4: Yeah. W- um, watching it in, watching it in like 1080p and and 4k as, as we're doing uh, now, it it's, very pixelated very blurry the shots are are not the best oh i agree with you on that
3: indeed well i'm sure that they've also you know by getting all of this uh um you know these episodes these pay-per-views uh digitized i mean i'm sure they've had to do a lot of enhancements (laughs) in the Mm -hmm. you know in, in doing so so yeah it's um it's it's interesting seeing all these pictures here. But but of course, uh, again, you can get our thoughts uh, about this undertaker and mankind buried alive match on last week's episode of uh, mm-hmm. a change in attitude. So definitely make sure to check that one out. Um up next we got the Smoking Guns taking on the Godwins. Yeah. Look at that some some cowboys and some and some farmers. If, if they've got a
4: little
3: they, problem. Probably about land, it's probably a yeah. land dispute here between these two.
4: <laughs> I, f- I feel we've watched this match so many times in the mm-hmm. in the 20 episodes that we've done. Uh, JR also comes out on commentary, uh, getting a little bit of grief from Vince about uh, it was his fault the, the microphone didn't work, uh, at mm-hmm. buried alive, he was sat on the cable, yeah. um... <laughs> supposedly. Mm-hmm. And JR, did you fire that audio technician because you should have done? In fact. I'ma fire him for you.
3: <laughs> he uh he also makes a, a very strange remark about uh
4: uh Texans and how uh, Texans are... I was hoping you picked up on that.
1: I was <laughs> hoping
4: it how you, how you are very lonely people who who yeah. have very few friends.
3: Yeah, we how we are very quick to uh t- to butt heads and uh yeah, kind of split the difference, I think. And um Would you uh, agree? Being a Texan, I mean, I, he has
2: friends. and, yeah. and, and no, Look I, at
3: I, us. I dare I, say, and me and
2: Tanner I,
4: never butt heads.
3: No, <laughs> but I, I, I am. I am the, the, the Texas gentleman. So I you mean, I, I do try to make.
4: Uh, Would you say though, in possible. in general, people from Texas uh, are short tempered, uh, don't like to back down, and and will screw their brother out of a wrestling match just to prove a point
3: <laughs> i i don't think that's uh something ingrained in Texans <laughs> specifically um you know i mean that could that could even happen even if you're from some desolate part of oklahoma so <clears throat> You know, Prop,
4: props to Norman Oklahoma. How? <laughs>
3: uh, wow. goodness! Uh, this match was okay. Uh, a, a pig allegedly peed on G- uh, Jim. Uh, oh, how Jerry
4: cute were all those it? little piggy wiggies? Durable. Um, uh, yeah, they one of them was very kind of um, area to though, the 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 the, mm-hmm. the 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 black and mottled color one. He he was squealing quite a lot when uh, yeah. when the Godwins mm-hmm. were, were passing him to uh, the, the the staff at Ringside. Yeah. They were so cute. They were I mean. really, really tiny little baby pigwits. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is how low we have come on this show that we are doing pig impressions.
3: Um, yeah, this this match uh, d- is not match...
2: entertained.
3: <laughs> <laughs> does uh, does does this match fire you up here, Ori? Like What did you think of the the Godwins and the, the, the guns here?
2: Logically, hmm. I know this is not about specifically the Godwins versus the guns. It's more hmm. about Billy versus Bart. Hmm. However, I have seen so much of the guns versus the Godwins that I'm a little over it.
1: Hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a lot over it. I just, I just could not get into this one either. I mm. mean it, 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 and I feel bad because I know these these guys are people who work hard, they enjoy their craft, they take pride in it. They're trying to give the best show possible, mm. but I think it's one of those things where it goes back to booking. But at the same time, like who else are you going to throw in there other than the god ones? You already had Owen and Bulldog come out we had them with Owen and Bulldog last week if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. you know the the tag team division isn't this huge thing there's not a lot of people that you can choose from
0: mm-hmm. in this Espe- respect
4: especially in terms of face tag teams uh, i mean you could have thrown the body doners in but that would be heel against heel uh the the new rockers had, had recently turned heel right. um so yeah in terms of face it, it was literally just it was just the godwins i don't mm-hmm. think there was another established first tag
3: team. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's 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 um it's interesting. I mean, the Godwin's being in this position. I will also make note that uh the Godwin's uh they did defeat Owen and Davy Boy in a, in a non-title match uh previous to this and um you know, I, you know, maybe they uh maybe they should have been facing the champions here. I I don't <laughs> know. Just a just a thought. But again, Owen had his match with Sid
2: right and you're still trying to build that storyline getting to the the guns breaking up you know Mm -hmm. billy trying to show off still trying to impress Sonny, despite what happened at Mm -hmm. buried alive you know it's and bart just being like forget Mm Sonny. you know the titles should be the priority beating these guys should be our priority it's Mm -hmm. (sighs) yeah
4: and in in the words of beauty and the beast it's a tale as old as time uh, and with having uh, two big stars uh, like battling towards Survivor Series in, in, in Sid and and HBK, and then, then being involved with uh, with Owen Hart um, and Bulldog in various style of matches, you can kind of sense that WWE or, or WF at the time are going for something that they're they typically tend to go to of, of having the odd pairing, the mm. odd couple as uh, as challengers for for the tag team titles. So um, I assume that that's coming up in in the near future. So we're going to see a lot more of Sid, uh, Shawn Michaels, Owen, uh, and Bulldog in in different iterations. So I think that's probably more why we we we're being lumbered with the Guns versus the Godwins. Uh, because there's nobody else to to put in that in that uh, picture to to continue the breakup of uh, of the guns, unfortunately.
3: Indeed. Uh, moving on, we get a nice little uh, advert here for the uh, the 1996 WWF Hall of Fame uh, ceremony, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, you know that, that we get a little bit of a taste of who's going to the Hall of Fame here this year. Uh, We've got
4: uh, a voice over by a friend of the show and, uh, and, uh, or his BFF, uh, (laughs) on on social media, uh, the the honorable Mr. Kevin Kelly.
3: Mm, Indeed, indeed. And Kevin Kelly does a great job here Uh, an outstanding Um, job. He, uh, I must say, he introduces us to, uh, Pat Patterson, uh, Jimmy Snooker and uh, Vincent J. McMahon Mm -hmm. as uh, the inductees here uh on this episode um yeah this is this is something uh we've been seeing the adverts recently about the uh the hall of fame ceremony being done the night before survivor series and how uh you know they they do it at the uh like some some kind of you know i don't know it's it's not it looks like a more of like a like a diner not a diner <laughs>
4: <laughs> a banquet. A banquet. A banquet. Right? A dinner. A done. banquet. You want the- wow. just- Congratulations <laughs> on, on your Hall of Fame. You want fries with that? Yeah, Can just, I top your coffee up? You like know, I don't know just, how they do yeah, things yeah, these, in these, Texas. All, these, but, uh,
3: all uh, these legendary wrestlers pulling up to a Denny's uh, to <laughs> kind of ch- chow down on some pancakes and hash
4: browns. And- you got the cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant! That Brilliant! Be the the class of WWE Hall of Fame.
3: <laughs> that should be the 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 subtext to this episode. Is Pat? you got the cheeseburger.
2: <laughs> Jr. Got oh. a grand slam.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't um, been to
2: Denny's in years. We don't have one anymore. That sounds yeah. good right now.
3: <laughs> we. Um, I, I I just this. This earlier this year, had my first visit to Waffle House in years, and I, uh, I had massive stomach problems afterwards. <laughs>
1: Uh,
2: that's half the i don't want to say half the charm but that's you know you know what you're in for with
3: waffle house half half the charm of visiting waffle house is the it's like taco bell you know
2: what's gonna happen after you once (laughs) you sit down and walk through that
4: door pleasant smelling buffers yeah you've
2: relegated to yourself to the the, to the after effects you have no one to blame but yourself
3: yeah (laughs) well I took a <laughs> took a gamble. It was worth it, I guess. Um, I felt my heart stop for a little bit, but uh, <laughs> <you>
4: know,
1: <laughs> just
3: just uh, it's just so filling. It's just so like so much. F- food and salt and fat and everything. It's just... A, mm. Maple syrup. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that that mm. was in unison. <laughs> was
1: that?
2: I had Waffle <laughs> House Friday morning. I went and got me a waffle and order hash browns uh, with ham and cheese. They added onions for some odd reason. I think she misheard me.
4: I would, mm-hmm. But I oh, ate it life. anyway. The, the, mm.
2: I had gotten it to go and didn't realize it until I was like five bites in. I was like,
4: I they onion. can't put much, much onion in them no. You have five whole bars
2: I was very Man, hungry there's too There's a fucking onion in this
4: <laughs> a whole I was very onion.
2: hungry too Okay, so it was like just, just eat it
0: Promotional consideration paid for by the following Hey folks, PC Tony here Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade You can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions Using the promo code CHAIRSHOT Head to angrylemonade.net to check out Their amazing catalogue of products and services Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are
3: you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling?
0: Five ninety-nine per month. Get your free trial today at Powerslam.tv. Go to Powerslam.tv promo code chairshot. Get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv promo code chair shot.
2: The Always use your head.
1: Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at Current.Tech.
3: We're we're then taken backstage, where uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley uh, actually spies on Mr. Perfect, who's getting ready for the matchup, and uh, he attacks. Yeah, you know, uh, Mr. He, Perfect. He here. was
4: doing his calisthenics as well. Yeah. Mr. He's Perfect. Just, stretching. Yeah.
3: Stretching. Getting getting loosened up here. And, and Triple H just comes in and attacks him
4: uh, from
3: I behind. Know.
1: Say it yeah.
3: ain't but, so. Er, er, yeah,
4: and, er. I mean, are, are we getting the rope pull? We're not going to see Mr. Perfect return to action? Say it ain't so.
3: hmm Perhaps. So, I mean, this kind of uh, might uh, put a spanner in the plans for later. Mm -hmm.
4: Mm -hmm. It could. Mm -hmm.
2: No, not Mr. Perfect.
4: Oh, wow. Your Mr. Perfect hatred is coming through. You are are showing your true colors. it.
2: It has nothing to do with the wrestler and everything. I mean, okay, let's break this down. Let's compare just for a second here. I think I'm still a little spicy from yesterday's good cop bad cop
3: uh, recording, but let's
2: just compare has that
3: effect on people,
2: right? <laughs> and your turn next week, so yeah, I
3: have it. I have him every week. So. That's true.
4: <laughs> oh, that felt. <laughs> anyway, that sounded wrong. My apologies, Matt. Uh, um, I don't.
3: I don't have that kind of playing for <laughs> right, unfortunately. Uh, no, but
2: let's seriously. <laughs> let's look at how things are booked. In the WWE now versus how this show is booked.
3: It's not that much different.
2: Exactly. We're getting the same <laughs> matches with the same people. We're getting the same type of shenanigans. Oh, we've been promised this match for God only knows how long. Oh, no. It's a backstage attack. Who could have predicted this? Like, ugh, like I can't even l- legitimate legitimately i cannot watch WWE with my husband anymore i can't mm. AEW, i can watch
3: see so like mark out for it or but like no oh.
2: he'll 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 go watch something this is something. going to happen yeah. yeah he calls it he can call mm. it just about every time
1: mm-hmm.
2: like mm-hmm. watch they're going to so and so is going to come in and attack so and so or somebody's going to renege and they're going to leave the ring and mm. they're,
4: they're I, gonna... I, I feel he watches the episode like a head, no, so he can do that. Like, like when somebody watches a movie and they, they spoil it as you're watching it with him, so he will watch what he'll he will go online before movies
2: and read the <laughs> so, synopsis and shit. So
4: he's checked the results, he's been. yeah, he's checked the results pre- for me. I predict we get the return of Armored Johnson. No, he's been out for months. Lo and behold, Armored Johnson attacks for <laughs> <Peru. laughs> told ya. See, like, you, you it... are some sort of wrestling savant. <laughs> I mean, but at the same, it's not so
2: much Savant that is that I feel like, and he and I have said this back and forth for years is that WWE has become so predictable and I get it to some extent. There are no new storylines in wrestling. Everything's been done. Everything's been done to death one way or another, Mm. but just the way they book things It's that as an adult who's been watching for over five years, they telephone it in. They all but tell you what's going to happen. And it's just, you know, when you're watching it nowadays, like I am, where you didn't watch through the attitude, well, yeah, through the attitude era and stuff like that it's so disheartening to see that this is nothing new. It's you want to believe, well, like previous to the last three years, that there was just a complacency that, well, we don't have any competition really. So why should we bother trying? They're going to eat up whatever we give them. But now, even though they don't see AEW as competition, there's still this level of complacency in trying to overcome it. And it's it's disheartening for me because I'm the type of person that wants to see everybody succeed on some level. I was excited about AEW, not just because it was an alternative to WWE, but because not because I want there to be a war by any stretch of the imagine, imagination. And I'm not going to go too deep into that because I did that yesterday on Good Cop, Bad Cop. So go listen to that if you want to hear my thoughts on it. But because, and, and this is something that I've said for a while, I don't want anybody to put anybody else out of business, but I want them to use the opportunity to push themselves to make themselves better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't know if it's WWE not taking it seriously or serious enough to do that, or what the deal is. I mean, I know this is a whole, this is a completely different topic, but to see the same type of complacency 20 years ago, and then, then they were in a war. They were getting into the thick of the wars. It's just really like, oh man, come on. Mm. And so, I mean, I, I guess that's what's so, I think that's what's gotten me so down on starting to watch these shows, I guess because the real meat of the war hasn't kicked in yet to where they're getting out of that complacency and really pushing to make an exciting product. Mm. And so I I think that's where I am and why I'm such a a Debbie Downer lately.
4: And I I definitely see the comparisons. Uh, I think we we get there because of two... Uh, totally different reasons. I think now um, the, the current WWE product is it's aimed at a much lower demographic, um, and that's why you get stuff repeated uh, ad nauseum. Um, that's why you're getting the same matches over and over again. That's why you're getting the same stars over and over again. I think back in uh, this era, the, the roster was so threadbare that there wasn't a lot of that you could book uh, in terms of different storylines without rehashing the same thing over and over again. I mean, we've seen on this, this is what the 23rd or 24th episode that we recorded, something like that. Mm-hmm. And we may have seen 30 wrestlers, all, all uh, 30 different wrestlers. Uh, you look at a WWE Raw or a SmackDown, now you may see 30 wrestlers per show. Uh, they've got such a massive roster, um, mm-hmm. so yeah. Whilst I agree with you, they're very, very similar in being so predictable. I think they've uh, they've got to that point for two uh, totally different reasons.
3: It's mm. uh, certainly possible, um, but I, I do see a lot of the comparisons that uh, uh, th- mm-hmm. that that's being made here.
4: Yeah, um, absolutely it makes a, a hell of a lot of sense.
3: We we get to one of the penultimate parts of this show here, which is the uh, the Bret Hart. Uh, return uh, to, uh, to to the ring. Uh, Jim Ross is there. Uh, he, he claims that he was responsible for bringing back Bret Hart, so he's gonna uh, hold court here and and, and interview Bret. Uh, yeah,
4: well, even earlier in the show, we have uh, Vince kind of uh, questioning Jr. on uh, mm-hmm. what he knows about Bret Hart because uh, Vince. Acted really well in this episode. I thought, especially the Bret Hart interview. You could see he looked genuinely worried about what Bret was going to say, what his decision was. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was quite a few times where you could see him uh, gulping and 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 kind of wringing his hands and 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 uh, and really looking very trepidatious. Um, mm-hmm. But um, for me, this part went on a little bit long. It was a very kind of a um, it was very.
3: Very drawn out.
4: It was. It was very kind of um, back-slapping almost where uh, Brett was uh, really kind of uh, uh, harping himself up. But as we mm. said at the beginning of the show, he was a huge start. Uh, mm. he, he was somebody sort of, we were all excited to, to see him come back. Mm. Um a lot of allusions to uh, him doing a lot of soul searching uh, yes. this was one of the couple of times where he was uh, deep in conversation with, uh, with uh, WCW about maybe moving over and this is coming mm. off the back of uh, the 20 year uh, essentially lifetime contract that uh, he and Vincent thrashed out yeah. um, we, we get
3: the, uh, the, the note about uh, him uh, having a um, an offer being made by a rival organization um, and of which, course this which
4: kind if of, if rumors are to be believed, it was three million a year for, for mm, WCW.
3: Yes, and indeed, um, you know, this is kind of what kicks off uh, the beginning of the end, really, for Bret Hart is making this decision to come back uh, to to WWF at this time. Um, he. Talks about that he's not really greedy for money, uh, but more or less that, uh, he wants respect, uh, I think is, is, is what he's after here. You and, will respect me, goddammit. Mm, indeed. <laughs> um, he's he notes that, uh, he owes everything he has and ever will have to the WWF and his fans, or rather, its fans, and he says he will be with the WWF forever. Well, um, well, that's, um,
4: Mm. <laughs> so that's a bold strategy cotton. Let's see how it plays out. It? <laughs>
3: we'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, yeah. one
4: thing I, one thing I really didn't uh, think was uh was uh, interesting was how when he uh he was comparing himself with Shawn Michaels saying that uh uh Sean may be the champion and people may think he's better than him or cuter or he uh mm. looks better yes. posing for the girly magazine. He uses the
3: word cuter which is yeah. interesting uh,
4: and then we have Vince on commentary like, um, when uh, Brett says he's a better wrestler and he's he's tougher and smart, and, and Vince is uh, well I don't know about that uh, and then once uh, Brett confirms he's sticking around uh, Vince physically applauds uh, Brett Hart and, he's, and he, he's like the biggest Brett Hart stand. the kind of turn caught in Vince McMahon was was pretty hilarious
3: yes he's making all sorts of uh, gestures and faces and he looks relieved and he's clapping uh, Mm -hmm. very um, (laughs) he's putting on his acting yeah Brad you're the best I've ever been (laughs) putting on his acting hat here Um, (laughs) yeah yeah he, um, he he brings up two people. Uh, he brings up Sean, and he kind of says that uh, that the issues that he's had with Sean, that you know, that they're far from over, it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he also brings up Austin. Um, who he who calls
4: is, the best wrestler in the company. He yes. calls Austin the best wrestler, which is massive. That's uh, that's a uh, massive... Of all, um, yeah, of all the things we've seen in this run-up to the, the, the Attitude Era, that's the biggest kind of rub. That Austin has yeah. got so far. And-,
3: well, and I think that it might also be a bit of a slight, uh, also to, to, to Sean. <laughs>
4: yeah, absolutely, <laughs> it's definitely duplicitous. Definitely.
3: Um, but uh, but yeah, he he calls he calls uh, Austin the best wrestler. Um, and accepts the challenge at Survivor Series, which is you know something that Austin has been calling Bret Hart out over uh, for months now at this point, um, which is and, and which that's is when great.
4: They, they they cut to the back. Uh, yes, and, uh, Austin is watching the footage. Uh, I think Pillman's there for mm-hmm. some weird reason. Salvatore Sincere is there in his yeah. wrestling garb, yeah. um, which uh-huh. is fun. And a, then a we...
3: young Rocky Maivia is a there. Very
4: I, I miss that. Mm-hmm. That was his. That was the first ever time he was on WF uh, programming. He doesn't actually make his debut. For, I think it's some. You think he debuts at Survivor Series? I think he does. Uh, but we start seeing vignettes pretty soon. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was the officially the first time we see uh, the Rock on WF programming.
2: I was mm-hmm. way too into. Pillman's reaction when oh, he, was he accepted the match. And then Stone Cold turns around like, What are you so excited for?
4: You're not in the match, you fucking Brett,
2: idiot. Was, I don't know why, but it was so stupid. I loved it.
4: Uh, Brett
3: then kind of ends his uh his speech here with a, a story about a sick little boy in Canada and how um, when Brett told him that he would be returning to wrestling, that the the kid started getting better. Um. Yeah. So. So there you go. Uh, um. I mean,
4: that's not the full story because yeah. the kid actually passed away, like pretty much straight after. Yeah. Uh So Tanner <laughs> with with the half tail I, there. I, I,
3: I was trying to save our audience the <laughs> despair of the heartbreak, uh, the the tail. Well,
4: that's the motivation yeah. that Brett used to come back. This uh, is he, true. He said that that was his nephew, and he was going to come back because he made that promise. Um. Mm-hmm. And all that really matters is he's back and he's back for good. I thought this promo was a little bit of long and overdrawn, like like we said, but it it felt real. It mm. felt like that this was coming from a very real place. This wasn't a a, a scripted uh, promo. This was Brett and his his actual thoughts and feelings on mm-hmm. on what's happening in the WF. and I think that for me. It's almost like this may be the turning point in what we've been watching mm. um, over the last 20 or so weeks. I mean, we started way before the actual area actually kicks in. But I think this may be the turning point where we start getting to see some good stuff uh, coming up, some really kind of deep storyline. So hopefully, that, hopefully I'm right in that. I may be kind of uh, skewing the timeline a little bit, but... Hopefully, uh, I'm I'm right about that.
3: Yeah, f- fingers crossed here, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
3: B- Brett says that uh, to summarize and, and and kind of what Mag's touched on earlier, that uh, he he doesn't dance and he's not uh, he, he's not going to pose for Playgirl, um, but that uh, he that was
4: brilliant. I'm not a good dancer,
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but he does say that he's he he wants to be a role model for for all the kids watching at home, and he'll be uh, he'll. He strives to continue to be the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be, and uh that he's back. Uh So, yeah, there you go. Um <laughs> Ori, I'm doing a pulse check here. Where, where, where is this aiming for you here with Brett Hart's return?
2: I didn't love it, okay? I didn't dislike it, <laughs> but, but I didn't.
4: I Love called it. this, I'm a wrestling <laughs> savant. I called this before it happened.
2: So here's here's my only issue. I, I get where you're coming from, Mags. It did feel like it was very genuine. It was very off the cuff. It was very um, heartfelt. And I have no problems with anything that he said. I had problems with the order in which he said it. Because at yeah. the end of the day, he is an entertainer. And... You want to send people with that exciting, um, interesting, you know, you want the happy go home moment. And I think if he would have started with the WCW stuff, then led into the stuff about his nephew, and then... Said, yeah, I'm here. I'm back. And by the way, Stone Cold, you know, here, then go into the Shawn Michaels stuff, then go into the Stone Cold, Stone Cold stuff and accept the match. I think it would have come out a little better. I think it may not have felt quite so long because I did feel like it ran quite long. Mm-hmm. Um and and I think just, just ordering those thoughts a little bit better, it would have come off to me a little bit better and it would have left the crowd excited but he ends off with this gut-wrenching story about his nephew and then is like i'm back and that's the end of it and it 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 was the order that was all wrong no, like i said i had nothing wrong with anything he said in total i had a slight issue with the order in which he said it that that was my only issue with this promo, you know.
4: I I think that makes absolutely perfect sense. Um, Kind of like going on a A roller coaster this felt going from the 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 lead into the the heart for the the austin match and the and the 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 hbk fallout to drop off a cliff with the the really sad story about his nephew yeah uh, i think i think you're right uh if they had done the the ecw stuff then the, the the nephew and then leading to what the what the future holds for 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 brett i think that would have um it would have left the crowd on a high where we really left on or oh, how sad that uh, this happened to to uh, a young a young uh, child. So yeah, you're you're absolutely bang on the money with that.
2: Yeah. Tanner muted himself again. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so I think what you've noted here is a very modern approach to the promo, right? I think that that's, that's kind of what you get to, like, draw people into, like, a, like a pay-per-view or, like, a, like that's the exact kind of formula that CM Punk used when he came back and called right. out Darby Allen. He came back, he said, you know, this is, you know, I've been away, blah, 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 you know, and then, like, talks about why he's back and then he calls out Darby Allen. Um, I, I think that... Perhaps Brett did this with a different effect to try and, you know, explain why he's here. I think that he he interpreted this segment as, you know, this is about me and why I'm back and why I'm not in WCW. Not so much I'm here because I want to, you know, take on Stone Cold and I want to take on Shawn Michaels. It's
2: more about Bret Hart, the
3: person, yeah, than it is
2: Bret, Bret Hart, the character.
3: Brett Hart, the person, is, is how I interpreted it. Yeah. But but again, this is... um. I mean, that, th- those are two very effective approaches you know, um, that, that can be used you know, in, in different ways, right? Um, but, of course, we are heading into Survivor Series. It's been hyped up for weeks now. And so it's made very clear that, uh, that this is geared towards uh, Brett wanting to take on Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 could, I can see both sides of it for sure. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Brett Hart returning, that's a pretty big deal. Um
2: <laughs> You know what else is a big deal, Tanner?
4: Mm, mm. The
2: Karate Fighters Holiday Tournament.
4: Yay. right. Oh, God, Lord. This I mean, is... Jerry Lawler has to cheat at a, a kid's yeah. game. Yeah. He sellotapes the foot of his karate fighter down and endless possibilities with four different fighters and six different weapons. Surely that's 24 uh, uh, possibilities. Yeah, I, I
3: feel like you could easily you know, do the math there on that one.
4: <laughs> but yeah, this, I mean, it, it's cool and all getting sponsors with a, a major company like Milton Bradley and, and the, the latest um, must-have toy at Christmas, but a fucking tournament with wrestling personalities on on, on a kids' game. It's Rock'em and Sock'em and Robots especially for a new generation. It's ridiculous.
1: Mm.
2: Indeed. And, and the people that they put in it just to try and give it some type of credibility, like Bob Backlund versus Sonny. I get it. Bob's <laughs> not really doing anything. Sonny, we don't know what's going on with her what, what other do you than mean we Bob saw Bob Backlund's
3: her. not doing it. He's running, He's running for, for, president, running for
2: president, president right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure, he is with his amazing vocabulary Would or it. lack thereof. Um, and then we get Doc Hendricks versus Sable.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. Doc's still looking for, you know, Diesel Work. in the back somewhere. Uh, and then Sid. Sid and Mr. Perfect are the only big names, really, in this. Sid versus Marlena, and then Perfect versus Phineas.
4: Mm. Okay. I mean, this should be, for me, played out in the ring. Mm. Like, cut a match from Raw. Don't do it in a backstage segment. Don't do it like as a, as a video. In the ring, these these wrestlers and, and um, personalities doing karate fighters.
3: Oh, <sighs> who knows this may have inspired a you know a young Adam Cole or Xavier Woods and
2: you know I was thinking the exact streaming. same thing like this is something that I would see like the New Day backstage with Cesaro mm-hmm. and and I can't think of the other guy's name right now holy crap but them playing around in Calibri's. the back. yeah as, as product placement but in a fun way and like mm-hmm. that would make sense I could you know maybe somewhat get behind it with that but who knows maybe we'll see uh the karate fighters on as the the new tournament for the BTE championship or
1: something <laughs> I don't know
3: who knows I'd watch maybe, it maybe one day um we we then get our uh, our main event really of the evening where mm-hmm. uh Intercontinental champion Mark Merrow what a stand-up guy he decides to uh to fill in for Mr. perfect here.
4: Well, yeah. I think Sad's is a stretch. I think he's uh, he's, he's kind of he's barrel told. into yeah. yeah.
3: He's fallen told into
4: yeah. So there. so in in the lead up to that, we've got uh, Hunter in the ring, uh, and then we've got Mister Perfect coming out, and you knew the 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 rug pull was on when Mister Perfect is flanked by Mark Miro, mm. uh, and then we get. Uh, Gorilla say, Nope, the docs have said perfect's knee is banged up, he's not able to, to wrestle. Mm. And Triple H, uh, is refuses to face Mark Miro at uh, first until, um, until Mark Miro is willing to put the title on the line. And mm. uh, he, uh, like an idiot, can't see this coming and decides because, uh, because Mr. Perfect's been such a stand-up guy, and then mm. he really helped him with advice on winning the title, that yeah. he will risk it all to defend his honor.
3: Yeah. And, and it turns out great. <laughs> Mark Merrow hits the wild thing and gets the three count, and we all go home. No, that's that's actually... Not that's what I say. Not, what show are you watching? That's actually not what happens. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> After a drawn-out match here, uh, about a little bit over six and a half minutes long, um, <laughs> we get uh, you know actually some interference here uh, from Mister Perfect that uh, actually helps uh, get you know Triple H in front and uh, hits uh, Mark Merrill with the Pedigree and that mm-hmm. helps him capture the Intercontinental Title here. This is this is quite some
4: some tale. Who Some shenanigans? Saw, who saw this coming? Mm. Jesus Christ, this is wrestling booking 101. As mm. soon as our perfect uh picks up the, the chair, you knew the, the switcheroo was on. Uh, Mark Miro did the idiotic thing that most face wrestlers do is by standing uh to the back or to the side of the person with the chair, gets absolutely creamed with a chair shot. Mm. Uh, and yeah, uh. He's a uh, now-former Intercontinental Champion, Wildman, Mark Marona and, uh, and Perfect and, and, and Helms, they celebrate.
3: Yeah, they, they give each other a hug. It's kind of strange. Um, I mean, what do we think of uh, uh, Triple H now, the new Intercontinental Champion?
2: I don't dislike it. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Why would Why would Perfect go so far as to help Marrow win the IC title just for him to screw over what two matches later? Mm. Like it, especially after he's been messing with Hunter Hearst Helmsley for so long. Like
3: I can't. It's it's, it's, it's all a long plot. He, he, uh, was, he he's was played the
4: long game. Yeah,
3: Apparently, he, he, he basically has helped you know Triple H. Get an easier opponent to take the title
4: from. Yeah, it because seems like. Triple H versus armored Johnson is a hard match. Triple H, yeah. H versus Farouk is a hard match.
3: Okay, that Triple makes H-
2: sense, but
4: yeah.
2: w- we still don't know why he was taking his valets.
3: Oh, it's just a just you know for to for throw, throw you off the
4: scent. Yeah,
2: Ugh.
3: you want to you want to you, you know. You gotta, you gotta set, then, set things up here. I
2: would put twenty bucks on it, right, friggin' now, that we never get an explanation for why he's taken the valet, why he took the valets.
3: Well, I mean, it doesn't. He, it doesn't.
2: He
4: leaves a, in like two weeks, so <laughs>
3: <laughs> it doesn't take. He leaves the company of,
4: uh, out yeah. of disgust. <laughs> is yeah. that what it was? No, he he genuinely doesn't. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah the, he goes. To this is spoiler warning. Oh, he, okay. he he does leave the company out out of the way. He's been booked. He's not happy with uh, how he's been booked.
2: Well, I um, can't
4: imagine why. Because he wanted to be the Intercontinental Champion. God damn it! Mm. But instead, he had to put Triple H over. Um, for me, the match was meh. Uh, it was uh, Mark Merrow's done way better work. Uh, we've seen uh, and we've seen Triple H do way better work. But I like. The the kind of passing of the baton to to Triple H. We know obviously mm-hmm. what he becomes in wrestling, but um, I was never really a huge fan of the the snobby kind of blue blood um, from Greenwich, Connecticut. Triple H. Mm-hmm. I'm a I, I'm a fan of a vicious uh, do anything to win heel. Triple H. I think that that's when he does some of his best work. So mm-hmm. I'm glad we're seeing that. I think this show altogether has been uh, very Jekyll and Hyde. The first half was was it felt very much still one foot entrenched in the old style of, of wrestling but once we got to the Bret Hart promo we saw some realism uh, kind of a uh, uh, really tugging on your heartstrings and then the pushing of the younger talent with uh, with um Triple H I felt that it did, we may be turning a corner uh we may not be quite there yet but we we're certainly turning a corner where we're getting some interesting developments in mm. in the company
3: yeah, I would agree. I think the the return of Bret Hart is a, uh, a pretty major piece here. I think we've been <laughs> missing, another top star, um, and and I think Bret does bring that back into the fold. Um, but before we call this a day here, uh, any final thoughts on the show, uh, Ori? I'll, I'll go to you first.
1: Yeah,
2: I, I, I'm I'm ready to turn that corner. I'm I'm very and I th- I feel like I say this every week. I'm ready to get to the excitement. I'm ready to get to what everybody remembers and has hyped up so much for so long. I know we're not there yet. I know it still may be a little while, but I'm ready to just get there. Right. You know? That's fair. Wake me up when we get there. (laughs) I'm going to go take a nap. (laughs) That's horrible. I feel terrible saying that, though. I really do.
4: No, I, I think you, you, you have a, a valid point again. And the whole um, idea behind the show was, was, did we look at the attitude here with those very uh, rose-colored glasses? And it's quite clear, especially at this point, that we did. The, uh, well, I mean, there's
2: if, a and there's a lot of people, you know, that will debate that we're not fully in the attitude era yet. No, this absolutely. Is the, no. This, this
3: is preemptive. Like yeah, this is more like a, a preface. A, yeah, this is the pre-show. To, to, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, the the book that is the attitude era. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mags, any it, final thoughts here?
4: Yeah. Uh, again, I'm just, I just want to double down on on saying that I think that this maybe the the start of of things picking up uh again i'm not i'm not fully up to speed on on the timeline um but um from my memory of of, of wrestling around this era, uh, i think this is where we start really pushing towards more reality based stuff mm. uh really uh, taking the fight to uh w c w uh so I think we're gonna start seeing. Uh, some some better stuff. It's not always going to be Sunshine and Roses, don't get me wrong. We're still going to see uh, a lot of, of, of trash, mm. uh, which ironically is the best part of the show because we get to absolutely slam it uh, and we get to, to laugh at the innit of, of uh, 1996 WWF. But I enjoyed the second half of the show, certainly. Uh, the first half, maybe not so much. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to barrel roll into Survivor Series namely because uh, we'll be doing that live. I uh, will be doing mm. a watch-along of that yes. uh, over on Radio Techers, which uh, is going to be uh, quite the experience. Yes.
3: Yes, indeed. It'll be uh, quite a bit of fun, and I'm, I'm greatly looking forward to, to getting that, uh, that done and, uh, yeah, watching some Survivor Series. That'll be fun. Um, Well, uh, as we wrap up here, Ori, where can people find more of you and your content? You recently, um, as of the time of this recording um, actually taking place, your uh, interview with uh, uh, interviewing uh, legend and uh, uh, commentary legend Kevin Kelly uh, has dropped on YouTube and uh, on all places where audio can be found. Uh, Where can people find more of you and your content that you make?
2: You can find me on Twitch. Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at Ori the Draw. You mm. can also uh, find the video of that interview on the Radio Techers channel. Or if you have, if you're just starting with us, just jumping into it, um, go back episode twenty in our list of episodes of a change mm. in attitude. Is the Kevin Kelly interview? Ooh. We've Very we've hit over twenty episodes, guys. I know.
4: Imagine they said and we'd
2: I- never make it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and we've got many, many more to go because, That's like you said, correct. we're not even into the, the full-blown Attitude area yet. Mm. Um, but we're getting there. Uh, and we uh, I don't think we've had an episode yet where we haven't had fun, whether the the, the wrestling was was good, bad, or indifferent. Um, so, yeah, I'm really enjoying going on this journey with you two.
3: Indeed. It's, it's been a lot Absolutely. of fun so far. And, and it's going to be even more fun here as we progress. Uh, Mags, where can people find more of you and your content?
4: Okay, so you, I am heavily involved with all things Radio Techers, uh, uh, and just today we recorded a, a, a live stream of the the Newcastle and Tottenham video where we wax lyrical about uh, the, the genesis of radio techers and the amazing team that we've, uh, we've got involved there. Hmm. Uh, so definitely go and check that out. Uh, check out five rounds, which is available on techers and here on the uh, chair shot, as well as visionaries global media. Um, check out chain wrestling that I'm, I'm involved in. Check out the, the midweek mainstay and, and just, just give uh, everybody uh, who creates content for techers and for, um, for the chair shot some love because there's some, outstanding uh, content creators. We're very blessed to, to work with, with uh, all these guys. Definitely go and check out the Pro Wrestling Tees uh, website um, where ChairShot we, uh, have a page and you can get some uh, amazing merchandise there. Uh, in terms of me, you can find me on Twitter at Podfather Mags. You can also find me uh, as part of the team at, uh, at ACIA Podcast on Twitter. And also you can drop us an email if you want to give us your Thoughts, opinions, feelings uh, about the the content that that we are covering, uh, and that's at at Changing Attitude Podcast at gmail.com dot com. Mm.
3: Very good. You covered all the bases there. Very. professional and shit. Every every show, everything. That's that's good stuff, man. <laughs> Good deal. Uh, Well, uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, TexasGentleman underscore, or again, as Mags had previously noted, you can also just uh, simply follow the Radio Techers channel. That's R-A-D-I-O-T-E-K-K-E-R-S. We specialize in all sorts of things, whether it be uh, pro wrestling, Premier League, and Champions League football, uh, or, of course, even MMA, which is uh, you know, one of Mag's big passions, of course. Uh, so make sure to uh, give that account a follow. If you haven't done so already, subscribe on YouTube and Twitch, where we go live doing all this good stuff. And uh, we will eventually be doing a live a Change in Attitude show. Uh, so make sure to, uh, to check that out. Um, so, yeah, good stuff, everybody. Um, until next time. I'm Tanner, a.k.a. the Text Gentleman, and for Ori and for Mags, we thank you for joining us. We wish you a wonderful rest of the day and ask that you always use your head. Bye-bye.
2: Bye.